Intermission. Your name is Spade Slick. You are the leader of a notoriously vicious gang of mobsters called the Midnight Crew. A rival gang known as the Felt recently knocked over one of your favorite casinos. Your long quest of revenge has finally taken you through the front door of the mansion belonging to the Losen boss, Lord English. Your subordinates, Club Deuce, Diamond Stroog, and Hart's Boxcars, have been dispatched to various locations throughout the mansion to begin carrying out your mission. Your objective is to locate and crack English's secret vault and plunder its mysteries. That's the business end of it. The pleasure will be painting this ugly house red with the blood of those miserable green motherfuckers. Inspect timekeeping devices. Stupid gang and their lousy obsession with clocks. The sooner all these idiots stop being alive, the better. You wonder where they are. It's awfully quiet in the mansion. Sans all the dreadful ticking. Capture log carriage clock. You obviously have no idea what that means. If it's some smartest way of saying to pick it up, forget it. You are already carrying an item, and it's your deck of cards. Build fort with clocks. You have an idea that is much better. Clocks destroyed. Four out of one thousand. Check for traps under the billiards rug. What is under the rug is much worse than any trap you can imagine. It is a member of a species you do not recognize with a ghastly furred upper lip. You cover the unsightly individual back up and try to forget it ever existed. Play 52 pickup. You would need a deck of cards to play that infernal game. Fortunately, all you have is your war chest, which you deploy on the floor. Open war chest. Shuffle contents of war chest. You rummage around. It's no unusual assortment of belongings, and nothing any bobster worth his salt would be caught plotting and scheming without. Certainly nothing eyebrow-raising. Bunch of blades, some playing cards, a variety of other miscellaneous stuff. Also your vendetta itinerary and your heist map. Scavenge war chest for fancy headwear. If there are any elaborate headdresses in here, you'll eat your haberdasher. But of course, there is only a plain serviceable backup hat, which naturally conceals two licorice Scotty dogs. Which makes you think that maybe you are wearing your backup hat and this is your usual one? Hell if you know. They're the same damn hat. Hide inside your war chest. You cannot hide properly inside the chest because you cannot close it while you are inside. Instead, you momentarily pretend it is a really cool automobile that commands the fear and respect of larcenous adversaries everywhere. Beep, beep, beep. All aboard the idiot wagon. Start up the Crosby Top. Is that what this thing is? You've had it for some time and don't quite remember how you got it. You never knew the identity of this pipe-smoking creature. Perhaps it could be the same species as the character you just saw under the rug. But you know that is impossible because this one does not feature the same bizarre furred lip. They are probably differing species within the same genus. Go to mspaintadventures.com You don't know why you are wasting time on this website. It is for little children who poop hard in their baby-ass diapers. Also, you don't understand what the hell is going on or who all these characters are. It's a lot of nonsense. Delete the time setting on the Crosby Top. Clocks destroyed. Five out of a thousand. Take the spade key. You take the rules card for blackjack. You have possessed this item for as long as you can remember. 
You do not yet know its significance, though you can hustle up a mean game of blackjack when you need to. Examine Vendetta Itinerary These are the mugshots of everyone you're going to kill. You got a head start. You're already off crowbar, matchsticks, and quarters, depleting them of some of their muscle. You've still got to watch out for the others and stay wary of their despicable time shenanigans. Ichi has given you the slip repeatedly. Doze, you've captured and interrogated just as repeatedly to no avail. Trace has broken into your secret hideout more times than you can count, while Finn always seems to be a step ahead of you and scoops your heists. Clover has all the intel and is highly cooperative. You might need him to crack the vault. He'll be guarded. Best to avoid die in any direct confrontations unless you want a temporal mess on your hands. But if you need any repairs, you can always go to the Stitch and persuade him. You might need to go there if you can't kill Sawbuck with a clean shot. Eggs and biscuits are morons, but they are dangerous morons. Cans is a tank, and your crew will probably need more ammunition than you packed to take him down. No one knows what Lord English looks like, but that'll be corrected tonight. You've got dibs on English. He's all yours. Wonder where the number eight mugshot went. It's right here, but you aren't going to kill Snowman. It's out of the question. Examine heist map. On review, your schemes seem a bit convoluted, but you wouldn't have it any other way. Deuce and Droog split up to neutralize as many felt as they can find. Your heavy muscle and expert safecracker, Boxcars, is headed straight down to the vault. Use radio device to check on unscrupulous cohorts. You put the word out to your cronies for a status report. No response yet. You clean up all your junk and prepare to get the show on the road. You slip the spade key back into the deck of cards, then pocket the war chest. Smooth as clockwork and every bit is logical. Enter the hallway near the main entrance. Funny, you didn't hear any commotion or gunplay, but it looks like there's already been some action in here. Or there will be. You can never take tents for granted with these goons. 13 out of 1,000 clocks destroyed, apparently. Looks like Club's Deuce is getting back to you. He says he's got Doze tied up for interrogation. You ask him what else is new. Capturing that guy is like shooting a paralyzed monkey in the face. Be Hearts Boxcars. You are now Club's Deuce. Rough him up. He remains tight-lipped, so you deal him a senseless shin-drubbing with your crook of felony. Oh, the humanity. You can barely watch. He's probably still using his special ability to slow down time for himself. He can't feel a damn thing and certainly isn't saying anything, apart from a very low noise which could be him saying ow very, very slowly. Punch clocks in faces to establish chronology. Why would you do that? All of these clocks are lovely. You see no reason to harm them. 987 out of 1,000 clocks unharmed. Swap hats with does. You begin a feeble campaign of psychological warfare. Perhaps compromising his fashion motive is the way to get to him. Nope. Looks like he's still in his weird state of stasis and doesn't care. Either that or it's driving him nuts. Just very slowly. Dump the contents of your war chest over him. War chest? What are you talking about? All you've got is this simple, unassuming deck of cards. Play some solitaire. Don't be stupid. To play solitaire, you'd need a deck of cards. 
I don't see a deck of cards, do you? All I see is a battle drobe. Throw the hat down and stomp on it mercilessly. Oh no, it's itchy, and it looks like he's all wound up. He unties Doze and quickly swaps everyone's hats around. Doze proceeds to make a fleet-footed getaway. The chase is on. Stop being Hart's boxcars. All right, you're the boss. Hart's boxcars you ain't. Someone has replaced your plain and serviceable hat with a silly and undersized one. An outrage beyond compare. You're sure you know who the culprit was. You can still smell his overly caffeinated blood. 986 out of 1,000 clocks shown mercy. Lift leg and hold it a little ways in the air. Oops. 4 out of 15 green torsos dead. Wear CD's hat on top of your current one. You're already wearing Deuce's hat, you fool. The one on the floor is Droog's hat. This is exactly why you always keep a backup hat on hand. The son of a bitch on the floor here has played his last game of musical hats. Soon these lugs will learn to show you some respect. You made this town what it is after all. Wasn't nothing but a bunch of dust and rocks before you got here. Wear backup hat. You deploy your chest and swap the stinky little hat for one more suited to your tastes. Wait a minute. Thank God. Your precious Scotty dogs are still here. You don't know what you'd do without them, and you don't even want to think about it. Die makes his usual sort of entrance, the nonplussed, vaguely bewildered sort. B. Diamond Stroog. You got it. Club's deuce it is. You have opened your battle drove in search of your backup hat. You also need some sort of rope to retie Doze, who is absolutely tearing through the mansion as we speak. If you don't hurry, he may clear the chair within the hour. But it's a big mess. You mostly just see a bunch of bombs and cards. You're not sure what's what. You can never remember which card to pick up. You can't believe how shitty your memory is. Grab the deuce of clubs. You pick up two licorice gummy bears. These need to be stored for safekeeping as soon as possible. Finding your backup hat has never been more urgent. Pick up all of the cards and throw them at Doe's. You pick up a bunch of cards and fling them Doe'sward. Didn't accomplish a whole lot other than put some of your private reading material on embarrassing public display. Pick a card. Any card. You're a busy guy, so you just pick up any old thing and put it on your head. Since you are in a big hurry, you will assume that it is your backup hat. You stand nearby the two remaining cards on the floor, an off-suited king and jack. Pick up card depicting stately, blonde-haired fellows. You aren't going to stand around Jack King off all day, so you grab the Jack of Diamonds. Oh, here's your backup hat. Problem solved, you guess. Forget you are CD. Believe you are Hart's boxcars. You suddenly remember you are Diamond's Droog. Whoever took your hat is about to discover he's the unluckiest man on earth. He better hope you find him dead. What you're going to do to him will be much less painful that way. Wear backup hat. You don't have a backup hat. All you have is this deck of cards. Oh wait, yes you do. It's stashed away in your brausoleum. Retrieve hat from brausoleum. You are the only member of this band of thugs who is civilized enough to keep more than one backup hat as well as an extensive array of finely tailored suits. 
The Brazilium seemed like the best storage option for your exceptional wardrobe. If there's any better sort of compartment to keep your wardrobe in, you'd love to hear it. Also, there's a shitload of guns and cards in there, too. You put on a backup hat. Withdraw licorice fish from backup hat. Phew, your Swedish fish are there. This is why it's a good idea to always store your candy in your backup hat rather than your usual one. Other members of your gang have learned this the hard way, and they're finally starting to catch on. Suddenly you get cold clocked in the face from the future. You'd know the knuckles belonging to the sucker punch anywhere. Trace always knows where you've been. The spineless rat likes to follow your past trail around and mess with you. Trouble is, whenever he does, he lets you know exactly where he's going to be in the future. This time you'll be ready for him. You radio deuce for backup, give him a time and place, and exactly what path through the mansion to take. Resume pursuit of wounded felt member. You don't know if the wounded guy went up the stairs or came down, or who wounded him, and when. Might have been you, for all you know. Follow trail of blood up the stairs. Can't overthink this time stuff. You go with your gut and head upstairs. CD. Follow Diamond Droog's instructions. After giving a quick 10-4 over the radio, you take another look at your prisoner. He lucked out. Looks like round two of your brutal interrogation will have to wait. You couldn't find any rope, so you tied him up with a Stretch Armstrong doll, which you happen to have lying around. You don't remember how you got it. It looks sort of dumb, but it will have to do. Just lock Doze in the battle robe. Time to hit the road. You beat your hostage into the back of your battle robe with a bull penis cane. Wait, this is a bull penis cane? You flip the fuck out over the fact that this is apparently a bull penis cane. Meanwhile, running roughly parallel with present events, Iggy always cheats, but he's always cheated for the last time. You're going to jump to a timeline when he's dead. Looks like he got what he deserved. But, uh, as usual, you find yourself in a bit of a predicament. SS. Make friends with Die. You introduce your cast iron horse hitcher to your new friend. Die scrambles for a pin he has been saving for a special occasion. How many times does he have to tell you? He made this town. HB. Stop being SS. You stop not being Hart's boxcars. You have made your way to the felt secret vault. It's bigger than you were expecting. You doubt you will be able to rely on your usual safe cracking method, which is prying it from the wall with your bare hands. You'll have to think of something else. Do a silly dance. This is just absolutely the most ridiculous thing you could possibly choose to do right now. I mean, come on. Why don't you take a closer look at that safe? Seriously, stop that. Pry the wall from the safe. That notion is even more ridiculous than the last one. Wait, who are you kidding? No, it isn't. Looks like the combination to the safe is entered via the hands of the clock, and you somehow doubt spinning the hands around manually is going to cut it. Knowing these guys, you've got to alter the flow of time itself to make it work. Which, of course, is bullshit. You think you'll just blow it up instead. It's time to get Deuce on the radio. Deploy Punchbox. You deploy the Wrath Tub. Retrieve two of hearts from Backup Hat. You retrieve your pair of wax lips. 
If anyone tried to steal your wax lips, you would eat their eyeballs and deliver an angry lecture to their empty sockets. Prue's Red Cheeks Magazine Just glancing at it gives you palpitations. Literature for avid cardiofascinoids such as yourself. Those burgeoning red humps, that mischievous little tail, the snug, welcoming cleft. The saucy imagery is hard to beat. Harder than what you beat inside your chest now. Your heart is what you're beating. You beat it to Red Cheeks magazine pretty regularly, you'd say. Call clubs on nearest card. You radio deuce on the 10-4 cards. Let him know if you need to powder monkey on the double. You hear ticking, and it's not coming from the big vault clock above. You hope it's not what you think it is. Oh no. Oh god. It's biscuits. His oven timer is ticking. This is no good. Ugh, there he is. This idiot thinks his special oven transports him into the future by the amount he sets on the timer. Well, he's sort of right, but in reality, all that's happening is that he's hiding in there until the timer's up, then pops out. You guess he's relatively harmless if he's alone. You can take him. What you really have to worry about if he teams up with... Oh no, that ringing, that god-awful ringing, you can hear it. Eggs. Son of a fuck. You might as well just grab one of your axes and kill yourself now. CD. Follow path. In the future, you've already followed the path through the mansion that Droog told you to. Trace followed Droog's past trail even further back, but found much fresher trail crossing his path. Looks like this little guy's talking on the radio. Says something about how he'll be right there once he gives Droog a hand. Trace decides he'll trace this guy for a while, see what he's up to, and then mess with him, of course. In the present... You talk on the radio. Say something about how you'll be right there once you give Droog a hand. Take a good look around the new room you're in. Looks like the trail of blood ends here. Or originates. Whatever. Something went down here in the past. Or is it about to go down in the future? You know what? Never mind. 21 out of 1,000 clocks destroyed, apparently. Hang on. There's a tooth on the floor. You know that tooth. You felt its bite before. Finn was here. And judging by the forensics of the scene, the angle it hit the floor, the direction of the blood splatters, and how dry the blood is, you think you know exactly what he's about to pull. Or more specifically, what he's about to already have pulled. Finn always knows where you're going. He's followed your future trail here. He likes to mess with you from the past. Trouble is, he tips you off to where he's been. This time you're ready. Wait for it. Wait. Now. Predestined bullet holes are convenient. Gives you something to aim for. 7 out of 21 clocks redestroyed. SS. Rematerialize. That doesn't make any sense. You never went anywhere. Die realizes there is a cost to settling the score you have in this way. The cost is having to live in a desert amidst the ruins of a dead civilization for the rest of his life. He thinks that's stupid. So he pulls your pin. Help the green man live up to his name. Take Voodoo Doll. You grab his Voodoo Doll and stick his pin in there for good measure. Might as well keep track of everyone you've offed this way too. Not that you intend to abuse its power to settle your score. What's the point if you're not going to get your hands dirty? Still, it might come in handy down the road. Lord English is supposedly indestructible. 
He is rumored to be killable only through a number of glitches and exploits in space-time. This doll may ultimately help you work the system if it comes to that. Clocks. Destroy them. 29 of a thousand clocks destroyed. 5 out of 15 green torsos dead. Dee Dee. Follow Blood Trail downstairs and finish him off. Problem with that is, he'll just see your future trail following him, and that'll be nothing but a loud invitation for him to mess with you some more. Besides, better to leave him alive. You think you know where he'll lead you to. Just got to be a little more subtle about tracing his blood trail. Keep your future trail out of his line of sight. Return to being Hart's boxcars. Spade Slick cannot return to being Hart's boxcars because obviously Diamond Strug is too busy being Club's deuce. You just watched Trace throw a punch into thin air for some reason. That guy's awfully silly. He then skulks off somewhere. You don't realize he's following Droog's past trail through the mansion until he gets to the point where it intersects with your trail, at which point he'll start following you. But we all realized it, because it's obvious and couldn't possibly be more clear. CD. Implement Nefarious Scheme. You follow Droog's simple instructions, so simple even a forgetful nincompoop like you can remember. There's a blood trail on the floor that goes in a different direction than Trace went. You decide to follow it, because that sounds like a really good idea to you. If there was something you're supposed to do after helping Droog, you'll be damned if you can remember what it was. Trace catches up to where you were, but you're gone already. All he sees is the long, gross, rubbery arm of your past trail stretching through the room. He finds his comrade tied up with the stretchy rubber arms of a small man, but there is nothing gross or unpalatable about that in the least. Doze unslows himself and begins mumbling something feverishly. About his hat. 7 out of 15 green torsos dead. 107 out of 1,000 clocks destroyed. Finn makes his way through the mansion to get some help. He wonders where this little guy is going. Deuce's future trail is headed in the same direction he's headed, by sheer coincidence. Finn decides to follow him for a bit, keep an eye on him. For as long as Deuce's path matches his, that is. There's pretty much no chance he's headed to the same place, though. That would be statistically improbable. He's got no idea what these other goons are up to here. Funny, their future trails end here. He's not going to stick around long enough to find out why. He's a bit too woozy from the blood loss to sort out this mess anyway. CD. Follow the Red Blood Road. It's uncanny. This little guy is matching Finn's route every step of the way. He must know something. Finn decides he's got to take him out. But he can't get a clear shot. Too dizzy. And with all that C4 under Deuce's hat, firing would be a bad idea. My god, he's thought of everything. Clearly dealing with a criminal mastermind here. You stop to admire this gorgeous clock. It is so pretty. Too bad it's not ticking like so many of the other clocks in this place. Not that you can blame them. There are so many clocks in this mansion, it would obviously be impractical to make sure they all work properly. Oh look, a trail of blood. You think you'll start following it. HB. Waste exactly four hours on this tomfoolery. You hate time travel. 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 Above, the specter has appeared at the strike of four and has been giggling at your foolishness for a number of minutes. 
Clover would have been tickled to help you open this vault, at the cost of answering a few of his clever time riddles, needless to say. If only you'd thought to seek his help first, rather than charging like the silly brute you are into this deadly trap of stable and not-so-stable time loops. Mostly unstable, really. These guys are way too dumb to maintain even elementary looping stability for more than a couple iterations. If you weren't so preoccupied, Clover would tell you that you could use Crowbar's help to pry anything out of the time loop, stable or otherwise. If you weren't so preoccupied, and if you weren't so dead, hee 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 hee. Stitch mutters to himself in his shop. He guesses eggs and biscuits are roughhousing again because the fabric of space-time is tearing something fierce on Lord English's Cairo overcoat. This sort of thing is exactly why he keeps a backup coat and always leaves Stitch with one of them. Any gang does well to have an in-house doctor on hand, but if you deal in time travel, you better have a damn good tailor, too. HB. Call spades for backup. You tell Slick to get his scrawny ass to the vault. It's goddamn bedlam down here. You tell him you ask Deuce for backup, but surprise, surprise, he's nowhere to be found. Big surprise, you tell him. You tell him that was sarcasm. He says he knows. Slick says he'll be right there. He'll see if he can round up Droog for support. Droog says Deuce is tailing Finn while he is tailing Deuce. He'll be there to help out boxcars as soon as he and Deuce take care of business with Stitch. Couldn't be simpler. Oh yeah, he also mentions he pumped Finn full of lead so you can cross him off the list. You roger all that. Finn busts into Stitch's workshop, blubbering something about watching out for the little guy who's about to come in here. He says to watch out because he's got a bomb on his head, which is undoubtedly quite volatile, and even the slightest spark would surely set it off. Stitch sees Finn's obviously in pretty bad shape and checks his effigy. Sure enough, the thing's in tatters, but he should be just fine if it can be patched up before he bleeds to death. Eight out of fifteen green torsos dead. Burst in thrusting bull penis cane. Everybody out of the goddamn way. You've got a hat full of bomb, a fist full of penis, and a head full of empty. Stitch says drop the livestock knob and settle the hell down. He says you do realize C4 is a stable explosive and won't detonate with gunfire, right? You say oh. DD, sneak into Stitch's boutique. Drop it and get in. Don't bleed on the suits. Stitch says, huh? You admit the thought of carrying an imprisoned tailor wherever you go is gratifying for personal reasons, but in this case, keeping him alive should be useful in dealing with English later. HB. Prod idiots with red cheeks. This predictably accomplished nothing. Taking your smut out of hiding turned to be a very bad idea. Now copies from the future are appearing left and right, and these clowns have their paws all over it. Slick, where the hell are you? SS. Remove Crowbar's pin. Crowbar's alive again, and a whole bunch of other stuff is different. You forgot this gang almost seems halfway competent when he's running the show. The good news is you get to kill him again. Insert and quickly remove Snowman's pin. You have no idea how much you'd like to, but even you're not that crazy. Still, kind of tempting. Hold still, Slick. Something in your eye. Everyone always ceases gunplay when Snowman's around. If you kill her, you destroy the universe. Remove knife from eye. 
It's not a knife. It's Snowman's cigarette holder. All you know is she's going to have a hell of a time getting it back. Give it to Sawbuck. You chuck the lance at Sawbuck, but of course it's only a flesh wound. Seems like that's the only sort of wound you can inflict on the corpulent lummox. Consequently, you and he both jump to a random point in the timeline. This looks to be in the recent past when Stitch and Crowbar were setting up the crates for an imminent gunfight, which was very thoughtful of them. Your goons should be showing up any minute now with heavy firepower. For now, you've got the drop on everybody. Kill something out of rage and frustration. Stitch gets the business end of your saber rattle. He's dead. In this timeline, at least. Bring knives to the gunfight. Where do you think you're going, fatty? You'll deal with him in a minute. You whip out your double-edged sword and Occam's razor. Occam's razor, crowbar's head, make it happen. Crowbar deflects the king of spades into Sawbuck's unmissable carriage. You jump far into the past. Years in the past. Which is to say, the present, for the time being. A scurlious straggler eyes impromptu desert skirmish. He dismisses them as a bunch of ill-mannered rogues warranting no further investigation, although he gives a small nod of approval to the plain and serviceable hat worn by one of the combatants, which strikes him as absolutely smashing display of good fashion sense. Hit Crowbar in the head. You can't kill him yet. You need him alive to return the original timeline. You will be taking that crowbar, though. Stuff him in your deck of cards. You cram him into the war chest. Sawbuck you need to keep alive, too, for the moment. Not to return to the right timeline, but the right time. Speaking of which, where's Tuppy think he's waddling off to? Just go with stab Sawbuck until the time shenanigans stop. You treat him to the bit of the old bait-and-switchblade. You appear in the future. You guess this is after the gunfight is over. The gunfight that never took place since you killed slash kidnapped everyone who was supposed to be involved. Looks like only Boxcars is here. Carry Sawbuck like Titan Atlas would carry the world. You order Harch to drop his tub on the double before this fat lard puts you in a wheelchair. If you take Sawbuck back to your own time and kill him there, that should save you the trouble of hunting him down. Might as well take Stitch too. Maybe. You're not really sure if that's how this works. You don't really care, though. You dump them in the wrath tub, then stick the tub in your own deck of cards. But you give Boxcars back his sordid literature, which he carelessly left in plain sight. No one will ever catch you leaving your smut around. And even if you did, that copy of Terrier Fancy magazine could belong to anybody. No one could prove nothing. Stick Crowbar's pin back in again. You go back to your original timeline. But now stuffed in your chest, you've got a live crowbar from another timeline, brought to the timeline where he's supposed to be dead. So you guess now he's alive in this timeline, which is in part defined by his death? Okay, whatever. You should probably just kill him again anyway. Also, Sawbuck from another timeline is in there too. So you guess now there are two Sawbucks? This is getting kind of dumb. You open the chest, releasing them both. Crowbar doesn't look too pleased. You deflect his gunfire into the awesome gravitational pool of Sawbuck's astonishing girth. Everybody into the past. You dodge his next round, too. It seems Sawbuck from this timeline, i.e. the real Sawbuck, was in this room at this point in time. He and Crowbar exchange bullets. Off they go. 
they no doubt go on to spend the rest of their ammunition peppering each other throughout the timelines, destroying all these clocks in the process between now and the present. You guess that explains the mess when you got here. Thank God you figured that out. You'd surely have lost sleep over it. 20 out of 107 clocks redestroyed. For the first time. Eventually. You know what? Never mind. Take a moment to think up some time-based one-liners. Okay, you think you got one. Time travel sure can be... Time travel sure can be a double-edged sword. Wait, that was awful. Really, really bad. You're sure you can do better than that. Let's see. Sorry to... No. Time's running. No, wait. Fuck. You ask yourself from the past for a little help. Time's... Something about time. Time being up. No, wait. How about some kind of clock pun? No, damn it, will you just listen? You were almost onto something. Time. Time is... Screw this. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, and just what does this quivering mound of blubber think he is up to? Stab first, utter puns later. Just as you hear yourself past self-asking what happened to your eye, you jab Sawbuck with your butterfly effect knife. You remember a little while ago asking yourself about your eye and not giving yourself an answer just before disappearing. Maybe if you stopped and thought about it for a second, you could have warned yourself and avoided the whole mess, albeit in the process of creating a paradox. But your strict policy of stabbing first and answering questions later prevented it. You're sure your past self understands slash understood. You are sure of this because you very clearly remember understanding slash understooding. You are now past spade slick. Again. You were just about to pull Crowbar's pin. You guess all of that stuff with your future self and Sawbuck originally happened in this room while we were all off watching someone else, like Diamond Droog or something. That makes sense. Remove Crowbar's pin. A whole bunch of shit happens that we already saw. Be future spade slick. Being your future self is a lot more constructive because you get to do stuff you haven't already done. Looks like you're in the future. It's a bloody mess in here. The clocks are more bullet riddled than ever. And it seems Crowbar and both Sawbucks have been decapitated. You're almost certain this is something you will be, or were already, responsible for. Which of course means more time traveling. Looks like the tub and chest are gone. Which means your future you must have packed up and left already. Gotta take note of these sorts of things so you know where you are in the timeline. You notice something on the wall over there. One of the clocks that wasn't destroyed before now is bloodied and full of holes. Not especially noteworthy. You just have a feeling you should register the fact. 108 out of 1,000 clocks destroyed. Quickly remove Lance from Sawbuck. You pry the cigarette holder from his torso. Whoops, another time jump. This tub of goo keeps going for his gun. Wide body's gotta settle his big ass down. You really should incapacitate him without inflicting another wound. Knock Sawbuck unconscious. Count some sheep, bitch. Wait, the clock on the wall. It hasn't been destroyed yet, but it's about to be. It's ticking down to the time it's stuck in the future. Maybe if you time it just right, you can end this whole mess in one fell slice. You've even got an ice-cold one-liner to dish out when the time comes. You've been working pretty hard on it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hate to cut and... Wait. No, not yet. Wait for it. Hate to... No. Wait. Hate to cut and... Damn it, not yet. Hate to cut and run. Shit. Hate to... 
Hate to... Hate to chop all your heads off with this sword. Real sorry about that. My bad. You slay them with your rapier wit. Nine out of fifteen green torsos dead. Two out of nine green torsos dead in twice. One out of fifteen green torsos dead for the first time, but it's an alternate universe torso, so you guess maybe it doesn't count? Seven out of 108 clocks gratuitously destroyed. You grab the tub in the chest and move on. That is altogether enough of this nonsense. Dee Dee, call spades. You check up on Slick's status. Slick says he killed Crowbar again, Sawbuck twice, and Stitch once. You ask him if it was an alternate timeline Stitch. He says he guesses so. You say that doesn't count. You've got the real one here. He mutters some vowel language you can't quite make out, but you tell him never to mind and hurry down to meet you at the vault. He says he took some damage from Snowman. You say you know. You're having some effigies made of yourselves with your backup hats. Deuce brought Slick's crumpled backup hat, which he wound up with somehow. Not sure what happened to Deuce's. Boxcars is obviously tied up at the moment, so you can't get your hands on his yet. Slick says he's got both their hats and he'll be down ASAP. You say all right. He says in the meantime, see what you can do about this eye. Have Stitch patch up SS's effigy. Get to work, thread monkey. Have right eye patched up. Damn it, your sprite was flipped the wrong way. You get diamonds on the radio and tell him to undo it and wait until you're turned around. He says it's the right eye, right? Were you facing left or right? You say it's only right when facing left. It's the left eye when you're facing right. He says, oh, so it's the left right eye. You say, yeah, but hang on a moment and you'll turn around so it's right left. He says, okay, he'll wait. That's better. Arm yourself in case Cans shows up. If Cans shows up, none of these weapons you've got are going to do any good. You admire the lance for a moment. It's a pretty sweet weapon with outstanding craftsmanship. At least you got something out of the eye gouging. She'll have to pry this thing from your rigid severed arm if she wants it back. Ride around on horse hitcher pretending to joust. Yeehaw! Ah, ho, ho, shit. You can't believe she saw you horsing around like that. You will never live this down. Dee Dee, shoot up biscuit and eggs effigies. Stitch keeps their effigies in a big warehouse several miles away because of their ridiculous duplication tendencies. You're sure as hell not going to drive all the way over there, so you just shoot them in person. This was such an unbelievably terrible idea. SS. Charge! This is incredibly delirious biz nasty. Start whacking things with the crowbar. First thing you do is whack Egg's egg timer. You do this because of course you know that crowbar's crowbar will destroy any temporal artifact and completely negate its effect on the timeline. HB. Attempt to eat eggs. Your attempt was an overwhelming success. Biscus is looking a tag snug in his muffin tray. He thinks it's about time to poke a broom straw in this battle. His dough will live to rise another day. See you in the future, suckers. Crowbar. Biscuit's oven. Make it happen. You deal the oven a wicked flogging, but not much happens. The oven doesn't really have any magical time properties to be negated. It just travels into the future at the rate of one second per second, like everyone else. CD, put dynamite in oven. You set the bomb to go off in a few seconds, when both it and biscuits are released from it in a few hours. Turn up heat on biscuits oven. You're pretty sure this oven doesn't actually work at all. Just 
Wheel it off somewhere else in the mansion so it can explode in peace. Twelve of fifteen green torsos dead. Probably some more clocks destroyed too. SS, use crowbar to pry the safe open. Since your expert safecracker apparently spent the last five or six hours being totally useless down here, you figure it's time to take things into your own hands. Huh? What's this little fella all worked up about? Clover insists that you reconsider. Using that to pry open the vault would be ever so much bad luck. Like breaking a thousand mirrors all at once. The sort of mirrors that tick and have numbers and tell time and stuff. That is the worst kind of mirror to break, luck-wise. Politely asks Clover to remain calm. He refuses outright and starts doing a really frisky jig. Doody, doody, doo-doo. Doody, doody, doo-doo. He begins spinning in a fanciful series of riddles, illuminating the true path to opening the vault. Mysterious music fills your ears as your mind assumes the shape of a pretzel. Doody, doody, doo-doo. Doody, doody, doo-doo. Doody, doody, this is how the music would sound if we were listening to it right now. Dee Dee, ask Clover for the ultimate riddle. You ask Clover to open the safe. What's this? He he, you think you can shoot Clover? He is so lucky the gun will probably jam or something predictable like that. Nice try, though. You just start whacking him with the newspaper instead. You don't have to be all that unlucky to get whacked around with a newspaper. It's sort of a gray area. Check personal ads of periodical. This isn't a real newspaper, just a wrapper for your private sorted literature, which no one can ever see. Uh-oh, it's slipping out a bit. Your appetite for monochrome beauties is nearly in public display. Gotta keep a lid on that smut, especially with Clover around. Suddenly, the whole vault room is shaking. You wonder what it could be. It sounds especially like it sounds especially like Kans is about to plow through the wall Kool-Aid Man style. And you pray to God that it's not Kans about to plow through the wall Kool-Aid Man style. All of a sudden, Kans plows through the wall Kool-Aid Man style. Resist urge to shout, Oh yeah! Oh no! He punches you into next week. You find yourself going about your business a week later. Looks like you're doing a little grocery shopping. You're a bit confused, having no memory of the previous week. You have no idea what is on your grocery list. Are you out of milk? What kind of produce do you need to stock up on? It's all a little overwhelming. And to make things worse, this election has too many prices and values. HB. Use Egg's body as bait for cans. Battle technique. Torso flail. You flail the torso cans word in an attempt to placate him with the red meat. It didn't work. Cans clocks boxcars entirely out of the current calendar year. You land in a totally different outdated calendar. Looks like this one's themed with spirited horses. You'll be up to your ass and horses for a whole year. Just great. This is what you need to be doing. Farming all these goddamn horses. Fucking pain in the ass. SS. Ignore him and just pry the safe open. You don't care what the consequences are. You're going to crack open the safe and be done with it. This whole intermission was starting to get a little punchy anyway. The massive release of temporal distortion from the vault transports you to a highly unfavorable timeline. Looks like the entire mansion was leveled except for the vault and its enclosure. Everyone's dead except for you and you-know-who. But at least the safe's open. 1,000 out of 1,000 clocks destroyed. 14 out of 15 green torsos dead. 
three out of four black scofflaws off. Enter the vault. There's nothing in here except an opening in the floor. There's a door with a keyhole, and you have a feeling you know how to open it. You only wonder why English's treasure would be locked behind a door with a spade on it. Dramatically use the spade key. You guess this is what the spade key was for all this time. You dramatically wield the spade key in a matter-of-fact manner. Peek inside keyhole. What keyhole? It was clearly a barcode scanner all along. Looks like the kind they sweep groceries over at supermarkets. That reminds you, you should really do some shopping next week. You're not going to peek inside because the lasers could blind you in one eye. Oh, wait. Use rules card for blackjack. This was never a problem because clearly a barcode printed on your rules card for blackjack, as well as your arm, but there's nothing wrong with a little redundancy, you guess. Get on with it. Huh? Oh, are you looking for this? Well, come and get it, you contemptuous she-witch. Snowman's black inches no doubt have been responsible for more than a few red cheeks. Flip your sprite. You gotta flip it turnways. Scan the barcode. This guy again? Been a long time. Hey, kid. Yeah, you. CG. Boggle vacantly at these shenanigans. It begins to dawn on you that everything you are about to do may prove to be a colossal waste of time. End intermission. <laughs>